how did they get to Earth? Uh, but I didn't like think too much on it because I didn't pause the movie for too long. I kept uh, I like kept watching the movie and, te- and kept taking notes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but Wait. yeah, you bring up a very valid point. Where the I think there's another like from. yeah, there's another like time continuity thing because it could be like oh no no like that never mind like i was like oh wait because i was thinking back to like interstellar physics and i was just like no because if optimus primal is named after optimus then obviously this is post cybertron type shit Mm -hmm. so it's like (laughs) no (laughs) this makes no sense (laughs) yeah yeah because uh because primal says we are warriors from your future and your past so from your future and your past we were in a like a different whole time zone smile see yeah that's one of the lines that like was like bro i guess this is supposed to help um explain things but it's just it just feels like more literally like they landed in the past on earth but they're from the future (laughs) so i'm like very very interesting (laughs) yeah it's just like help Please help. <laughs> I don't understand. Whatever. It's Transformers. I'll it's get Transformers, over it. Smile. Just like um uh suspended belief, something like that. I don't yeah, know that's the phrase. Suspended disbelief. Yeah, suspended disbelief. Um Why not? we just gotta yeah. It's it's a movie, it's fictional, we just gotta move on. But we're both <laughs> autistic and we need to know. <laughs> The time doesn't add up! <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people have probably talked about it too, but I'm, I just, I, I literally keep thinking about it because I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we can continue from there. Yeah. The humans meet uh, Optimus Primal, and he's like, ooh, beating his chest like a gorilla. Um, and Mirage gets there, and he gets. Uh, <laughs> Here I am with uh, my quotes again. <laughs> uh, Mirage is there. He's like aiming his guns, and Cheetor comes up behind him and he attacks. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Mirage screams, "Stranger danger! Stranger danger!" <laughs> yeah, he's very silly to me. Yeah, he is. And then um, <clears throat> Eraser uh, comes and she's like, "Yo, it's cool." They are my friends, and they are with me. Um, and then Cheetor says, Sorry about scaring you, brother. <laughs> and Mirage says, Scared? I wasn't scared. <laughs> yeah. Literally screamed! Very, very cute. Also, I like Cheetor's uh, voice actor, despite having only, like, a, one line. I think he only had one line. Yeah, he literally just uh... had one line. <laughs> that's literally it. Sorry about scaring you, brother, and that's it. No more talking. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't even think um, Rhinox speaks as well. I don't think he says anything. I think he has, like, He's one line uh, towards the end. Maybe. But there's, like, yeah. A lot of the Beast Wars characters, unfortunately, don't have a lot of lines, which kind of sucks, even though it's Rise of the Beasts, and um, they don't get a lot of screen time slash lines, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And one of them dies. Yeah. <laughs> the woman dies. The woman... <laughs> The they, one woman. They killed the woman of color. They killed so. a queer woman of color. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. So it's just like, yeah. Again. 
I know that it's not going to happen in uh, the next movie where they appear, uh, but I'm like crossing my fingers that somehow Air Razor gets revived or something. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen, but I can dream. Yeah. I Okay, one of the other things that actually bothered me is that I didn't... I I disliked how they didn't attend to her wound. Like they could have like just fucking cut it out before it spread or something. They like literally how just they left do. it there. Yeah, like it's like a zombie bite, just fucking cut off the arm or something. But like they didn't do anything about that, and she was like, "Oh, it's fine." And I was just like, "You guys have, you guys know have known of him for like mo- like thousands of years or something like that. Like you know about Scourge, and yet you like." completely ignore the fact that he can take over other transformers by doing that it's just like yeah you you guys should know better like you guys are the ones who brought the transwarp key here it makes me so angry (laughs) i was like like, this was so unnecessary yeah it's just like okay we have to take this out but i guess it's because there's no medic on the team fucking no one has brain cells they're all stupid If it's Ratchet like here, if, if Ratchet, Ratchet were there, he would be like, "We need to take that out of you, like immediately." What is going on? <laughs> I know, like maybe that's why Ratchet wasn't there. They needed her to die. <laughs> it's so messed up. If Ratchet were there, things would have gone more smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the glove, uh, like the glove uh, that Mirage gave to Noah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's like, here, you can take it back. Uh, Mirage says, uh, no, you can keep it. Just don't ask what part of my body that comes from. <laughs> yeah, Mirage is, he's bad at flirting. <laughs> Mirage. That's not how you do it. <laughs> That's not how you do it. You don't just give someone your dick. <laughs> That's where I'm. That's where I'm like head cannoning it. Head cannoning it. It comes from. It's from his dick. <laughs> like where else would it come from for him to have to say that? I know. <laughs> it's like why are you saying that? Like it could be from like his leg, but from his leg, his arm, his neck, his chest. But that wouldn't like. <laughs> that wouldn't quantify that w- such an awkward response. Yeah! <laughs> it's from his fucking dick! <laughs> like you said, Mirage is horrible at flirting. <laughs> He's really bad at it. Face hurts from smiling so much. As a Mitch Mirage. <laughs> I'm very happy that the Maximals like made friends with a village of indigenous people. Oh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, like, Optimus Primal learned their language. Like, it was very brief, but I was like, okay, he knows how to speak it, which is very cool. Yeah, and you can't, um, like, the internet isn't, like, as um, structured yet. It's the 90s. And also, it's an indigenous language, which um, didn't have, like, a lot of online efforts to preserve. Mm -hmm. at least at the time so it it couldn't have been just him downloading the language he had to have learned the language from them which i find like super sweet it wasn't like outright um said Mm -hmm. but it's implied yeah he learned their language and it makes me so happy yeah 
I think it's interesting. Um, one of the things like that also that's like brought up is like obviously like um, primal talking about um, optimism being like yeah like interacting with the humans is like very beneficial and being able to work with them and then optimist is like uh, growly bear noises but like <laughs> I, I just there's like something about his characterization that makes me like really sad that obviously like why do you have this like major distress of humans already if you're on the planet like i feel like if you're going to be there to recuperate you should be able to have like some respect for them already and not just be there like this is a place to recuperate because you know you are bringing your war to that planet so it's just like why is this why why are you acting like this like you're being an ungrateful little bitch right now (laughs) and like the fact that you have to learn to appreciate humans is kind of like fucked up like what the fuck happened um when you landed in in and in between because it's like can you land in 87 it's 94 now so like it has been seven years since Mm -hmm. you've like been there like what the fuck happened why are you so angry now like what was your problem maybe like bumblebee told him about what happened um like bumblebee like was very enthusiastic about charlie but bumblebee still told him about what the humans did uh, that the humans allied with Decepticons, and maybe that's why Optimus is like, I don't trust them, but there's Energon here, so maybe we can uh, uh, recuperate a little bit, and then they got stuck there, and he just kind of, he didn't really make an effort uh, to interact with humans because he didn't really want to um, expose uh, himself and his people, because again, what happened in Bumblebee, uh, he, I feel like he doesn't think he can trust humans yeah. yet. It's just like the thing with Sector 7, though, is just like there was that missed opportunity because like Jack Burns obviously was like, you guys are good people. And I feel mm-hmm. like they should have tried making relations with them. But obviously Sector 7 like just wasn't at all like in the mm-hmm. minds of the writers for this mm-hmm. film. Because, we you know, at the end, we got fucking G.I. Joe instead. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not optimistic about um, the G.I. Joes. <laughs> There's I'm like, like I'm gritting yeah. my teeth. I feel like there could have been, like, a Sector 7 thing where, like, they were trying to, like, interact or make relations with the Autobots. Because, like, obviously Jack is, like, pretty... He's high-ranking is one thing. And he also, like is close with the general and was like those two are had like similar ideas to an yeah. extent so i feel like it's just more like they didn't th- think about like what sector seven could have done with them essentially and it's just more like, maybe they couldn't get john cena again <laughs> <laughs> it's too busy doing like peacemaker or whatever yeah <laughs> maybe um maybe he got scared after people um no, wait, what was that interview he did? What, um, the one where he likes Black Arachne and Tarantulas? Yes! No, they should have brought him back for that. That would have been funny as fuck. Beast Wars. <laughs> he should have been in the Beast, the Rise of the Beast movie. TVH. Yeah, he should have been. <laughs> if he's like a Tarantulas and a, and a Black Arachne fan. <laughs> that would have been funny. What was it that he said? Uh, like... He said like spiders are sexy or something like that. <laughs> okay, I need to I need to search for that video again because I remember watching it. It was so funny because it was like um, black arachnia, tarantula, like tarantula is hot, <laughs> and like 
one of them is a woman, one of them is a man, and I'm like, I know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that. It, it's such a funny video because it's just him like asking questions. <laughs> and some of them are continuity errors. It's so fucking hilarious. <gasps> yes! Serious questions. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they should have brought him back. I feel like he would have said yes. He's like, oh, it's a Beast Wars movie? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It would have been so fun. That would have been funny. He's really funny. I like him. He's a good Sector 7 agent, and I wish they utilized him more, but whatever. I, they didn't um, have Sector 7 in mind for this movie whatsoever. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw him in a movie was... Um, I'm a little older than you. Uh, so you probably don't remember this. Um, it was like the Fred movie. Oh, I've heard of that he was in that, yeah. Yeah, he was Fred's dad. <laughs> he was Fred's dad? Oh, okay. He was Fred's dad, yeah. Uh, that was the first uh, thing I ever saw him in. Um, I didn't really know much about like his wrestling career. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew him from that. Yeah, I just know him more from his wrestling career. Also, the memes of, are you sure about that? Because that is a funny meme, and I really like that. Oh, I have seen that. Uh, <laughs> so that came after the, um, yeah, the it's been, movie. Yeah, but it's been a while. Um, <sighs> no, if John Cena were in this movie, it would have been funny. But um, it would have been no amazing. Sector 7 was in mind, I think, at all, because they were more focusing on uh, They want to make, make a Hasbro cinematic universe, which... yeah. I'm like, uh, I, it's fine in the comics, but like, I don't know about in the movies. <laughs> yeah, in the comics, you can have like several artists uh, and several writers working at once uh, and like publishing uh, like things like pretty, like, like, well, much more quickly. But with yeah. the movie, it takes it's very it gets very convoluted because like the problem with movies is that you're supposed to put as much plot as possible within like an hour and a half or two hours yeah and like a lot of shit gets lost Mm -hmm. so unless you do it as like a tv show which honestly would be fine i think and then adding it which which adds to the cinematic universe obviously because it's just like how marvel does with like fucking agents of shield and how they had their own like stuff or slash lore to add to the like mcu like Mm -hmm. if transformers did something like that i would be like okay it's kind of like makes more sense then like if gi joe had like a tv show i guess or some shit because it's just i don't know i feel like it's less like budgeting in regards to like fucking you don't have to use a lot of cgi in comparison to transformers because that Mm -hmm. costs a lot of money but like yeah and then including them in because like if you're gonna try to reboot the whole gi joe universe like after snake eyes kind of bombed it's just like um (laughs) i don't know how you guys are gonna do well like combining a not really great franchise with more but like a multi-billion dollar franchise they want to milk some money out of gi joe yeah which is like fine like gi joe's cool i love marissa like marissa fairborn's epic i love her so much (laughs) and also rock and roll but like yeah how are you gonna like implement them and then are you gonna implement them are you gonna implement marissa like i did into yamke or no like i don't get it (laughs) yeah like i feel like that would be like an opportunity to like um bring in a very beloved character thundercracker and his characterization from idw i'm in love with thundercracker from idw (laughs) (laughs) because he's such a nerd he's silly he has a dog. He loves writing. 
He made a movie. <laughs> He's in love with a human. I don't know. Yeah. It, I, I feel like I feel like for a big blockbuster movie, they probably wouldn't like go that route, like with the sillier um, aspects of it. Oh, they would not. They would just try to go like 100% like action, especially with G.I. Joe. So it's just going to be like, oh, bad guy plot once again, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, this is boring. <laughs> I don't know. I like action movies too, but it's just like. Oh yeah, I absolutely love action movies. I um I really enjoyed uh, the Transformers movies when I was younger. <clears throat> it, like the Transformers movies are what got me into Transformers. Um, that and Real. Spite. Um, <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it got it like it's what got me like really interested in in Transformers. Like I went from the movies to G one to Transformers Prime. Um. And I watched uh, Transformers Prime and Transformers Animated kind of, like, around the same time. Yeah, like, the movies are, like, very much action movies. Um, it, it's just, like, it's a story that's just an excuse to, like, make a bunch of explosions. Um, <laughs> yeah. And show a lot of hot women half-dressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did want to mention since one of my friends brought it up recently. Um, did you see the concept art with all of the Autobots? No. So, um, with my friends and I, so I can try and find it. But there was like concept art regarding um, Autobots. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm trying to find a photo. But like, oh, there it is. Here it is. So the see, this is the thing with my what I meant by like it being changed like a shit ton. Is because like early concept art. Why is this? Oh, here we go. Copy image. So if you look in it, like in the image and everything, like you see RC, you see Ironhide, you see Ratchet in the back. There's fucking. Yeah, I see him. Yeah. There's like. And then there's a. Oh my god. Is it Braun? It's Braun. <laughs> and you yeah, see Braun. So it's just like. Braun. See, like that's. What happened? It's just. It changed like so much. So I have like seen all the this, concepts. I have seen this, and it like kind of made me like a little bit sad that they didn't go this direction. Yeah, it would have been like really cool. I don't know if it's Rocks or another Transformer between RC and Optimus. Oh, so I feel like they did sometimes add in randos. I wasn't too sure, mm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I like I think about that too. It's just like oh. We could have had this, which is very like, interesting to me. <laughs> the design for RC in here, that looks like her design from the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of this has been Bumblebee movie designs that were taken, and then they decided to, like, you know. Also, the I, I'm just pointing out um, Optimus's um, anatomy here, I think, is a little bit fucked in regards to his funky. legs. <laughs> in regards to his legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like... a little funky. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I don't know if it's foreshortening, but like the it's the his, leg in the front the, looks shorter. It's the way his fucking legs are spread. <laughs> his yeah. hips look like they're fucked. <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. really fat. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway. But like yeah. <laughs> That's, it really did change. Um it changed a lot. I think it's fine. Like, they really did like cool concepts with RTB, but with 
They should have just included more of the Beast Wars characters if it is, in fact, called Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, um, how are you going to call this movie Rise of the Beasts? And one of them dies, two of them have literally one line. Yeah. And, the, and like, the only one that, like, has multiple speaking lines and survives is Optimus Primal. Yeah. And I guess it's because, like, you know, he's voiced by Ron Perlman, who's very cool. I love him. Uh, he's very up Ron silly. Perlman because I don't know. <laughs> he, uh, he was Hellboy. Very cool guy. Oh! Oh, he, I know him. I know yeah, his face. He was in Vegas. I saw him in Vegas. I did not say hi to him, nor did I get an autograph from him because I just I wasn't I wasn't there for him. Unfortunately, I was there. I was there for Peter. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> of course you were. Yeah, uh, but like, uh, what's it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a uh, I think a bunch of missed opportunities. I think for the film. Yeah, that's what I would say. But uh, continuing on with the film, whether we at the we were talking about optimate uh primal learning peruvian mm-hmm. uh it's peruvian i don't know um i don't think that, it's like, peruvian that's peruvian. the name of the country um yeah there's like i think several languages in peru uh several indigenous languages oh that's sorry that's the citizens mm-hmm. like what you would call them so peruvian language what would that be oh i think it's I, it's either quechua I'm Quechua. probably mispronouncing that. Yeah, Quechua, Quechua. or yeah. Aymara. I only know this Aymara? because I have... Aymara, I think. Uh, is that how you say it? It's... Quechua, is... I know. This one I'm... is uh, only spoken by 2% of the population. Okay, I think that one is pronounced Aymara. Okay, Aymara, okay. Um, and um, it was they, they were probably speaking Quechua. Yeah. And I'm probably pronouncing it wrong as well. But, uh, yeah, that, again, cool stuff. Um, Bumblebee is still dead, but he is lying on a bed of Benadron smile. And they're like, we can't do anything, though. We have to, we have to activate it, but you need, it needs to be activated by a, a really strong energy pulse. Yeah. Which uh, is foreshadowing for later, but. Foreshadowing, ooh. Uh, that also makes me angry, because why didn't that energy pulse revive Air Razor? Because there was mm. Energon everywhere. Especially within that area. I thought that was, like, mm-hmm. interesting. Of, like, why is this valley specifically full of Energon? And I f- was more interested in, like, why that was a thing. And how they were, like, being respectful of the land mm-hmm. while trying to get or use its resources. Because I was like, hmm, this brings up some... This brings up some indigenous topics that I am personally interested in. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, oh. I, I really like um, the Maximals because they respect the indigenous uh, people there and they trust them. And it's like, oh man, my heart. Yeah, which is very nice. I, that is like a good, um, at least a good uh, aspect of the film. And I'm glad that they highlighted that and then made it more like of importance, especially like a lesson to, a lesson to be taught to Optimus. Smile. And also, it's not something that happens in a lot of like... Um, blockbuster movies yeah um, this does not happen a lot in hollywood films so that's pretty that's pretty good <laughs> yeah um like the whole uh fiasco with the barmy movie and the um and the comparison to smallpox mm. small, how do you pronounce it smallpox smallpox yeah. yeah like oh uh it's like smallpox and a lot of people 
uh, were pointing out that, yeah, there is no way that um, that any indigenous people were part of the process of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they had that, that comparison would wouldn't have been made. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as there were no um, indigenous Barbies there. Yeah. So it is. I think yeah, having like a person of color um, as the director, he probably brought in like a lot of mm-hmm. perspectives and like insight into that case. Yeah. Um. So I really appreciate props it. to him. <laughs> Because obviously, like, they're in Peru, so I'm glad that they took the route of being like, okay, we're in an area where, like, there are indigenous people here, and we should highlight that in a way. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. good. I really glad you are doing that. that, yeah, and being respectful and mindful, which is always nice. So, <laughs> uh, continuing on, what else do you have for notes-wise, I guess, as we continue going chronologically um, throughout the film? The part where Elena and Noah are talking... And oh yes, Elena is like, you know, you're actually pretty alike. Yes, and um. <laughs> uh, she says, "All I see is a big brother trying to protect his family." Yeah, I wish they said a dad, but I get that they were trying to make more of a like a a direct comparison between Noah and, and his family. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I feel like could have gotten it if, it if she called him a dad. <laughs> if she called <laughs> Optimus a dad. It, like, it would have made sense. It's still family. Like. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I'm not digging the Big Brother line, but I get it. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be direct for people who don't understand. But like, hmm. One of the, okay, so this is, this also brings up one of the things that I really disliked about the movie is that like, mm-hmm. they constantly, everyone's surrounding Optimus was the per- was like the person that was constantly like saying how he felt instead of him. And I was getting so pissed off at that because I was like, you guys are like literally just saying shit just so Optimus has, like, no space to express himself, smile. And I was just yeah. like, this sucks, and I hate it, and, like, if he's supposed to be, like, the, I don't know, a fucking closed book, then the people around him should not be, like, being able to, like, say all this stuff. It's, I don't know. It really, really, really bothered me that people were, that, like, it was the people surrounding him that was saying, like, all the things that he was having trouble with. And I was like, okay, can he just be a man and fucking talk about it then? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, is this just to, like, not have Peter, like, say shit? I don't get it. <laughs> it was really okay. making me angry. They, they don't want Optimus to be emotionally vulnerable. I, like, this is a perfect, like, space for it, too. Because, like, if he's learning to be a better person, then he has to, like, be emotionally vulnerable. Like, I'm gonna explode. <laughs> yeah, it was, like... I feel like they missed it when, like, they killed Bumblebee, and obviously, like, from the very beginnings of Transformers, um, from the very beginning of G1, Optimus and Bumblebee have, like, a very special, um, relationship. Um, there, there's, like, um, like, Bumblebee has always been, like, a kid appeal character, and he's always had, like, um... He's always been, like, the friend of the human children uh, in the cartoons. Um, Transformers, uh, Transformers Generation 1, Transformers Animated, Transformers Prime. It, it's like... Uh, and in the GoBots car- uh, comics, I think it's the GoBot, GoBot comics, uh, Bumblebee is literally just a child. <laughs> um, and 
from the comics that I've seen, Optimus is always, like, kind of taking care of him. Like, it's all of the Autobots, but it's mostly Optimus uh, that I've seen. I haven't seen a lot of them, but I have seen, like, a few translated here and there on Tumblr. And it's, like, uh, Optimus is, like, Optimus is, like, his dad. Yeah. Basically. Oh, you're talking about Go-Go. I thought you said GoBots, and I was like, that was a different franchise. No, I meant GoBots. <laughs> the Go-Go one. You meant go go, right? Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, you keep saying go bots, and I'm like, that is not it. <laughs> it's go go. Yeah, sorry, I confused them. It's <laughs> okay. I, 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 I was like, them in my head. I was like, since when did both of me show up in like go bots? <laughs> no, it's the go go one. Sorry, <laughs> I I confused them in my head. Yeah, no, but um, they do have a father son relationship that's very much highlighted, and I feel like that emotional turmoil slash. Uh, being open about it, like when Bumblebee died, like definitely would have been a good opportunity for like him to be like he was really important to me. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, the, the <laughs> only know, thing like that really <laughs> happened is that Optimus got angry. That's all that happened. Yeah, he was very pissed, but I was like, okay, I need you to be sad now, man. yeah like i guess like the other time like when he expresses like remorse or something is like we i never he's like when he's like i never never should have like landed us here or something like that because like obviously he feels guilty for keeping the autobots like on the planets for so long but it's like okay please talk about that more (laughs) i don't need you dropping I don't want you just dropping one-liners. I need you to talk. Like, you need to monologue to me, like, right now, like you've done in the Bayverse films. Like, you need to monologue, but, like, not in, like, an uplifting way, but more like a soul. (laughs) I need you to pour your soul out to me right now. (laughs) Yeah, like, this movie is, like, very fun, but then you're, like, if you're, like, a hardcore fan, uh, you, like, you want certain things from the characters, and it's, like, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Obviously, like, I'm the You're craziest the Optimus, Optimus fan right now. Uh, craziest <laughs> Optimus fa- Prime fan out there. Um, so whenever you're, I see anything about this character. He's literally your husband. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course you're his biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, no. Whenever, like, it has to do with this characterization or, like, anything that has to do with him within the film, I'm like, oh, there's so much stuff that could have been, like, handled better. So, <laughs> whatever. It's not the Optimus movie. That's that's later. That's <laughs> that's hopefully my very <laughs> that I can <laughs> that I can just. I, I guess they're like before. afraid since it's like, um, since it was originally a franchise geared towards boys, um, and now the boys that grew up with it are like uh dads or like it's a forty year old franchise. Um, it is 40 years old. It's the 40th anniversary this year. Yeah. Um, it, it's absolutely insane. Uh, like, the boys, the little kids that grew up with the cartoon, and even some that, like, grew up with, like, some of the later cartoons, um, they're grown-ups now. So they'd be, like, interested in watching the movies. But I, I feel like some of them wouldn't want to see Optimus be vulnerable because they see Optimus as, like, one of those, like, uh, big action guys that has no emotions. Um, (laughs) And, like, I feel like maybe they forgot 
how Origins. Transformers uh, originated. I think they also because forgot, Optimus was forget. fun. Yeah, they also would have forgotten his origins of like how Optimus was made because like obviously, even like you saying that is like hilarious because like you know like when Peter talks about how Optimus's voice came to be, Larry said to him, "Don't be one of those big action Hollywood heroes." That's just like. Ah you know, yelling all the time and whatever and being tough, but it's just more like being strong strong enough to be gentle. (laughs) So it's just like, I mean, if that's his core, then I feel like him being vulnerable is uh, very important. (laughs) At least writing-wise and like um, being able to show kids that is like super important, I think, in times like this. So it's just like, we need to, we need to bring that back, smile. (laughs) Uh, We very much need to bring that back. (laughs) I just... I want him to be vulnerable and sad. I want him to cry. I want him to cry on screen. I want to see tears. <laughs> Nightbird saying uh, when she appears again in like the battlefield, she says, miss me. And I felt chills run down my body. <laughs> because like, funny. hi, yeah, I miss you. Hi. I want to know where like, I'm. Pre- I feel like this whole like, battle scene was cgi like even the background especially the background because it's like an entire oh, absolutely. F- flat area i was like where the fuck are you finding the place for this like i don't think this exists like it is Peru. absolutely all cgi yeah i'm like I, I i personally think it's really boring that they had like this whole flat like area for the battle scene because i'm like mm-hmm. you have you have an invite you're in an environment in peru where it's mostly mountainous so like obviously it's gonna be hard to fight there, but I also think that like it encourages some more like battle. Yeah, it encourages like more variety, I guess, because like just having a flat thing. It just reminds me of like Avengers Endgame, and it's just that whole oh, like end God. scene yeah, where all the portals pop up and it's just all flat. And it's just like where the fuck is this? Like where is this taking place? Like where is that free space of land where like you just are able to have that whole thing? Like it's so stupid, and I'm just like, yeah, this is a dumb like say, trend that's been happening. Yeah, it's a dumb thing that's been happening, I think, like, lately, and I'm just like, you guys need to utilize the environment more, because otherwise it, like, you're not, I th- I feel like you're not, like, respecting the land, or, like, not, like, showing off, like, the area properly. Yeah, because you went to Peru! Film in Peru! Yeah, uh, it's... <laughs> And I, I feel like that's also why they did the, um, I feel like, uh, that's also why they did, like, the, the mech suit with Noah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, then they wouldn't have to film the actual actor in, in like a bunch of green screens. It was just like his face. Yeah. Uh, so they. No, yeah. it's just it's just for CG, and I'm just like, okay, it looks good, but like, guys, this is the this is not utilizing your environment properly. I'm gonna have to. They only have sure. to use Noah, Noah's actor like a little bit. Um, yeah. Elena, uh, she was there like maybe like a couple minutes. And then she was, um, she didn't appear much. Uh, she, like, put in the password, uh, the thing got destroyed, uh, and then she got put into Bumblebee. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, personally, I think it's lazy. Um, I get, like, this is, like, not even mainly, like, not dissing towards, like, the VFX people, obviously. But it's more, like, just dissing towards, like, the direction, like I, t- like you did some. Okay, so Stephen Cavell Jr., you did a great job with the film, but this part was lazy. 
and like genuinely it's because you are not using like the environment that's like surrounding you especially if you are in peru if you're having it set in peru be set in the area that you're going to be set in is one thing and the other thing is like i don't know if you want to like do a fucking like whole entire cgi scene go to do it on cybertron or something and like what the fuck is this stupid shit yeah Uh, like if you have the budget for it then just like i don't know do cybertron stuff let's (laughs) say i don't know i do like that um cheetor and rhinox and optimus primal got to transform at least once yeah them transforming into their root modes was pretty cool Instead of just yeah. being stuck in alt mode all the time, which is like, is fun. But then, like when they went into fight mode, it, I I really did like the like the fighting though within like that whole scene. I will say I did think it was really funny when uh, Optimus Primal just like kills stole from Optimus, which was hilarious. And Optimus was like that was bide, <laughs> but like <laughs> it's very silly. And I also me. love how brutal the death was. He just like. He used oh, uh, he his, just... like, wrecking ball and just, like, smashed his head I know, in. he just went gorilla mode. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> Monkey mode. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I wish, um, I wish Primal said something after Optimus said that was mine, because I feel like more banter between them would have been really silly. Yeah. It, it would have been really funny. I, I mean, because, like, Primal, that's that. your ma- namesake, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Primal mode. It was very, very funny. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that part. Um. <laughs> I was, like, writing notes, like, very, very fast. Mm-hmm. So at one point, um, uh, they go back uh, to Mirage and Noah, and I, <laughs> uh, and I wrote, Mirage, in all caps. Mia, <laughs> I misspelled Noah, in all caps. Uh, <laughs> he grabbed him. No, they are so cafe. Because I misspelled gay. <laughs> and um, I screamed, Home team, Mirage! Ah, screams, Chris, he's gone! Ah, no! Oh my god, this part of the movie fucking kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that all very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and again, Mirage and Noah, very, very gay. I think also, like, the fact that um, Chris was more of a a presence in the film at least especially like when it came to hyping noah up again especially with yeah. mirage i was like oh they all make a good team that's cute and also mirage's nickname knuckles yeah <laughs> funny thing um my friend who's like super into sonic he ships sonic and knuckles <laughs> so um mirage noah confirmed <laughs> yeah I thought it was um, very cute. I was like, Aw. And Mirage literally says, um, like, after he protects Noah and Chris says his thing, um, Mirage literally says, you guys are so cute. <laughs> Mirage wants L- to be part of exactly the family so said. bad. Yeah. And then Mirage says, I'm going to need you to take the wheel. And then he transforms around him and gives him the, um, the mech suit. Like, like uh, was said earlier, it was probably just uh, so that they didn't have to like use the actual actors and just like film their face. Yeah. Um, but I still found it kind of cool. Um, the way that Mirage just kind of like morphs his body to protect <laughs> Noah, y'all. I wish like y'all. Mirage was talking a little bit more during that though too, 
like there were at least there would be some instances where he would like be hyping Noah up. I get like that would be a little bit annoying, but also I feel like that's a mirage thing to do. Yeah. Especially with their dynamic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like mirage can be a little bit annoying as a treat. Yeah, he can be a little bit annoying as a treat, but that's because that's his, his personality is. I would be like, he's just he's like that. Like whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. And then suddenly with like the big explosion, um, because I think I didn't write it down here, and I don't remember uh, if this is exactly what happened, but Optimus shoots the key. Yeah. Uh, and that, like, gives a big blast of energy, and it uh, activates the Energon and revives Bumblebee. Uh, and I th- actually was, think it was, was before it? him. No, so shooting the key was destroying it, so that was when the whole thing was going down. I think the black big thing of Energon was when the the... Like the transwarp key was activated mm, and it made okay, that yeah, whole yeah. tower because then Bumblebee flew in on stra- with Stratosphere and then did this mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, what was the and then song? Took um, oh, um, was... don't call it a comeback. Um, oh, yeah, 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 that one for Bumblebee. Um, um, but yeah, <laughs> so at least like that whole blast and then started like destroying the area. Optimus was like, I'm gonna sacrifice myself, like, like he always does, yeah. Martin uh, we're all tired like, of it, Optimus. Like, shut up. Stop doing this. Um, Stop doing it. Uh, but let obviously, someone like, else sacrifice themselves. Yeah, but obviously Primal and Noah save him. Noah, like, has that change of heart and is like, I'm gonna save you because you're, you know, you don't deserve this, etc, etc. Yeah. So he helps save him, and then Primal comes back, and then also it's like, yeah. <laughs> so they save each other. They're all happy. <laughs> I do think, um, I think Optimus saying then die was very hard. <laughs> I, yeah, that was no. awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't, Prime. I can give you everything you want, then die. Oh yeah. my god. I can give you anything you want. And he's like, then die. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> Perish. <laughs> Perish. Yeah. <laughs> also, there was this one bit. It was like very, very brief. It was like a few seconds long. But RC was riding on top. Like she was... She was standing on top of Rhinox, and she was oh, blasting yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it was very fun. <laughs> oh yeah, and Bumblebee kills Nightbird. Yep, Bumblebee kills Nightbird. <laughs> he literally rips her apart. Yep. And then uh, Optimus kills Scourge. Yes. And, uh, oh my God, his voice during that. Oh my lord. This belongs oh, to a oh. friend of mine. Oh my god. <laughs> I was going insane. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, fun fact, my friend and I um, went and watched this film uh, yeah. for during the early access night. So he's not the biggest fan of Transformers, but he's learned a lot from me through Osmosis, and he also knows I'm really obsessed with Optimus. And so he was like, I am okay with going with you. So there's Heather. Uh, fast forward to when we wa- go to watch the film. Um, every time Optimus ca- uh, came on screen, he would be looking over to me to see my reaction. <laughs> and, uh, That's so sweet! And I was, uh, not being normal, like, at all. <laughs> Dude, that's so sweet! <laughs> like, uh, your friend's pronouns are what? Uh, he, him. Okay, he, like, he, he likes, he knows that you like him, and he just like looks at you to see you so excited. That's so sweet. 
Yeah, he would like look over to be like, how is Kazu going to react to this? And I was like, bro, you cannot be doing this to me. Uh, no, I brought, so sweet. Yeah, I brought my Bumblebee Optimus figure with me to that too. So we were like Aww. fucking around with him. <laughs> oh man, I, I miss the great opportunity of going uh, to see Rise of the Beast in theater. Uh, most because I was super sick the entire summer. The only movie I was able to watch was the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because for like a because for like a few days I did feel well, and for one of those days I went to see the Barbie movie with my sister. Mm-hmm. I had no pink, by the way. I wore all black, and everyone went in pink. Yep. I was the only one that wasn't wearing pink. That's so awkward. I know. Like I saw like girls with their boyfriends, women with their wives and their daughters and their sons. Everyone was wearing pink. My grandma was, like, wearing a pattern shirt that had pink on it. My sister was wearing, like, a light uh, lavender shirt that could pass as pink. Uh, mm-hmm. And me just, like, I was in, I-, I was wearing all black. And I was like, I feel awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are judging me for not playing along. I wanted to play along, but I just don't like color. And I didn't want to buy something pink just for this occasion. <laughs> I'm not going to waste money on something I'm just going to wear once. Yeah, fair. Uh, And I was planning, like, I had my outfit planned and everything uh, to go to the Transformers movie. Yeah, I I dressed up for it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to wear a dark blue um, overalls, a red shirt, and I was going to use my plushy Transformers keychains, and I was going to hang them on myself. But uh, I ended up getting sick again, so I didn't end up going. <laughs> so I just watched uh, it at home. Yeah, when my parents like put on the movie like at home because it came out to, on Paramount Plus for streaming, like they put it on, and I like heard, um, I heard like the opening scene, and then I just like ran downstairs and like just sat down and started watching it, and I was like, oh, I have to be normal now. <laughs> That's so cute. That's so cute, honestly. I was like, I heard it. I was like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> I was like, Abby's gonna come on screen ran. soon. Smile. <laughs> I was like, one time my sister, um, my sister's like super into K-pop, and I was watching a an AMV, not an AMV. It was a map. Um, I was watching a map, uh, and it used a a song from a band that she really likes, and I didn't know it was from this band. I was just like watching the map because i really liked the animation uh and my sister went into my room and she was like what are you listening to (laughs) i think it was bts i think it was bts Mm -hmm. um because she likes a few bands and that's the only one that i know the name of (laughs) uh mostly because that's the one that she talks uh most about but anyways back to the movie um (laughs) Optimus when he kills Scourge, uh, tucks hair behind ears. <laughs> I do like him being violent sometimes. It, um, it's pretty good. <laughs> he can he can be violent as a treat, obviously. Yeah. Like Yamke Op is, oh my lord, he is a different kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He and RC are unhinged. Um, in your fic. Oh yeah, that's thanks way... to Ramu. <laughs> Ramu's yeah, like, the way Ramu, this way. the way Ramu draws RC, 
Covered in blood, it does things to me. <laughs> Don't tell Ramu I said that, please. <laughs> Cause the way they draw RC and Wendy, I'm like, oh man, I want to join them, please. <laughs> yeah, the lesbianism seeps through it in, in her art. It's I love, funny. I love lesbians. I just, I want to hold them. I want to kiss RC. And maybe Wendy, please don't tell Ramu. Please. <laughs> don't tell Ramu, I swear. Um uh, Don't let Ramu listen to this. Okay. But um Because it's gonna be yeah. a little awkward. I'm thirsting <laughs> after uh, their OCs. <laughs> it happens. But uh yeah, no, Optimus can be violent as a little treat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you you can hear a lot to do that smile. And the infamous, let them come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he even say that, actually? He does, he does. I was trying to remember, like, when exactly... Oh, I think it was when he was doing his little speech. <laughs> yeah, that's when he says it. Um, his little, it looks really funny. Like, I've, have you seen this, like, they sped up that scene? It looks so silly, but, like... It, oh my god, that scene looks so silly to me because someone just sped it up and he's just like pointing with his fingers and I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm like, I get it, you're doing a pep talk, but this still looks really, really silly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... And uh, the the scene in Stratosphere with like the the armor, uh, the uh, the armor that Mirage became. And mm -hmm. Noah's just like patting its chest. <laughs> Noah, I think you're kind of gay for him. I'm like, oh yeah, and also like the end, like the end credit scene where Noah is wearing like a mirage colored jacket is like crazy. Yeah, like um, hold on, I have it. Okay, <clears throat> I wrote, uh, come on, after credit scene, show me. And <laughs> Reek is like. Come on, man, I helped you with all these parts. Are you going to sell it? And Mirage is like, no, I'm not going to no. sell it. This car is special. And then it pans to the car, and it just looks like scrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And he just needs a little bit of paint job. It's fine. He just needs a little bit of paint. It's fine. Oh, man, this car is special. That is not a straight thing to say, by the <laughs> way. The fact that like Mirage revealed himself pretty immediately the reek i was like bro this is gonna bring up some some problems it's gonna be some <laughs> fucking problems I, I i think um so mirage is so reek is like um is this car even even gonna start and reek if i remember correctly throws noah the keys uh and noah's like all cocky and he says yo mirage i know like bro no i thought you were supposed to like be like secretive about this but nah noah's like nah me my like boyfriend right ending. now <laughs> when i first saw it i thought it was going to be like an open ending where mm -hmm. um whether like, or not he like reveals he, himself yeah uh, like, but then he just he, does like, it uh i, I thought it was going to be like he revs the car like a few times like uh, he's like come on mirage come on uh and then it starts and then it ends i thought that was going to be it yeah but that's not what happens he's not like in... yo mirage and he's like and then he just transforms. You thought I was, and you thought I wasn't gonna start, bitch. Yeah, no, I was like, you guys are bad at being secretive about this. I think. I mean, some gay people are stupid, and Mirage is one of them. 
I think Noah too, because Noah was like, "Yo, Mirage." Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're both stupid, but I love them. Uh, they're my stupid gay. Uh, they're my stupid gay. Um, uh, what's the emo? Blurbos, sillies. Uh, emotional support. <laughs> emotional support blurbos. They're stupid, and I love them. They are silly. <laughs> There's like. There's this fic that I read, because the first time that I watched it, I was like, I needed more content of um, uh, Mirage and Noah. I wanted content of Air Razor and um, Elena, but there was like two fics. Um, yeah. And I read them, and that was it. So I went on to read Mirage and Noah fics, and there was this one where, goddamn, it like... Okay, there's two. One where... Um, Actually, I don't remember much from that one. I'm gonna have to reread it, so ignore that I said two. There's one where um, Mirage has a nightmare. He's like, he's traumatized. He has a nightmare because he's like, it's dark. No, 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 no. Where am I? Where am I? And he's like panicking. Mm -hmm. And Noah is um, sleeping uh, in the garage where he's keeping uh, Mirage. Mm -hmm. And he he's also kind of traumatized. Uh, he like wakes up uh, very suddenly, and he's like, "Mirage, Mirage, it's okay. I'm here." And it's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna." <laughs> it's like it's very sweet, and I'm gonna after this. I'm actually gonna read um, some Noah Mirage <laughs> fix, and I'm gonna nice. check if there's more Air Razor Elena fix. <laughs> Fair. Because <laughs> I need my mm. fix. Fair. <laughs> Oh, I think I, I wanted, another thing I really wanted to mention um, was that they brought back the Bayverse theme uh, for the Autobots, which like made me super excited because even though Bayverse sucks, there's like still some really good elements in it that I really liked. And I really part like of the, music. Is the soundtrack. And like when they like brought back the soundtrack, I was like, oh my god, the it's, music is it's really Bayverse good. all over again. I was wasn't like it, actually wasn't like, it, going uh, crazy. Composed by Vincent. Uh... Vince uh, something. No, so uh, Jablonski was so oh, Vince. Okay, okay, so Vince Nicola worked on that was like in like that was very brief, and I wish it was. So they okay, so they brought back some of like the old eighty seven G one um movie like um composers. So they brought back Vince Nicola, but they also brought back uh Steve Jablonski, which worked who worked on the um uh Babers films. And so mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god. When like that when when the Unicron theme came up too, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like it's like rewatching Transformers the movie again. And then and then for, you know, when they were like at the end of like being returning triumphant and they like the Bavers theme came on, I was like, oh my god. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like. I like I really like the music. Uh the movies are bad. Aren't but great. <laughs> Read Yamkin said smile, but like the music is good. <laughs> it, uh, the movies were also what got me into Lincoln Park. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because, like, I, um, so when I was younger, I had an iPhone. I had begged my mom for an iPhone. And, um, I, like, brand new iPhones, super expensive. So I got a used one. And mm -hmm. that phone just kind of ended up not really working as a phone. So I just ended up using it like, as an, an iPod. iPod. Yeah. So I had two phones, an iPhone and an actual phone uh, that worked. It was a, it wasn't a Samsung, but it was like not an iPhone. Um, 
So I used uh, the non-iPhone uh, just for calls and texting, and I used the iPhone uh, for my music uh, and my games and the internet. <laughs> and I remember I had all of the music from the movies, like uh, the original 80s movie, um, all of the music. Uh, I bought the album and then all of the albums for uh, the movies that had come out at the time, because I think this was in like 2013. Mm -hmm. um, and I had all of the albums and I just went feral for the music. <laughs> I love the music so much. It's like, yeah, it makes me it makes me feral. Oh, yeah, no, it was regardless, like, even if all of my out of all my criticisms that I have for this film, and like, even if it sounds like I've been very negative towards it, it is actually my second favorite Transformers movie ever. Uh, it does not top Bumblebee, but like, you know, still pretty good um, in regards to the tier list of what I have for all the Transformers films. So, you know, for me, good I think film. it is I my really top it. one. It did beat Bumblebee. Uh, like, I love Bumblebee. Uh, I think Rise of the Beast and Bumblebee are like uh, on the same tier. One, because Bumblebee is like a great story and I love Charlie and I love uh, Memo. Uh, <clears throat> I really love the movie. And then Rise of the Beasts has Mirage, who hasn't been in a lot of media since the 80s. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I like Bumblebee because Shockwave's in it, even though it's very brief. It's so brief! <laughs> the it's Cybertron like... scene lives in my head. <laughs> I think it's not even a minute long that he appears on screen. <laughs> yeah no they're just there <laughs> just a tiny they're bit. just there for like a few seconds and still you obsess over it yes <laughs> I like, obsessed... they've been making toys for it and i'm like um even though they've only been there for like a very brief moment you're making toys yeah. nabs them uh i also um obsess over the first uh uh this the first scene because of so course strange. Starscream! Yeah! <laughs> okay, um, I'm not normal about Starscream. <laughs> you can tell by my noises. I, um, oh man. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything because if I do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not stop talking. And we've been talking <laughs> for like two hours. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, um, so that's been the episode. Welcome, we, uh, welcome back. Uh, and I don't think I said it in the beginning, but congratulations for graduating. Actually, I did say it. Uh, you but did again, say it. It's congratulations, okay. Thank you. <laughs> congratulations for graduating. I graduated last year um, as well, but in January. So like literally like a year apart. Yeah. Um, but congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Now you have to work. Yeah. <laughs> you are no longer a student. You are now unemployed. Yeah. So real. Well, I have a job right now, but like it's okay. Uh, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm unemployed. <laughs> Gonna be unemployed soon in February, though, when I go oh, back damn. home. But, you know, we'll see if I find... We'll find out if I get into the screenwriting program and then hopefully jumpstart that thing so I can fucking Fun make that boppy movie. Um, anyway. Good luck on that. I'm gonna start... Um, uh, I'm gonna, like, instead of doing a thesis, I'm going to be doing a, um, a second major. Um... It's going to be about photography, and it's going to be eight months long. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'll have, like, all of the paperwork that I need to 
again sign up for another school because <laughs> you need to because you need to go to school to be a teacher like there's literally a a school um in my city for teachers if you want to teach you have to take like a course there uh and then after that you can be a teacher so uh i'm gonna be in school nice. for a little bit longer <laughs> good luck with that thank you um and uh there's not really much to uh announce uh because this is literally just the first um episode back yep though to those of you listening i mentioned it a lot last year uh the represent scene um the first volume was amazing uh it donated like over a thousand dollars to two thousand it was two thousand dollars oh nice it was over two thousand dollars to what was the charity again uh, the Corlute tribe up in Washington area. So it's called Move to Higher Ground. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It was, it raised over $2,000, which was amazing. And the second volume is being worked on right now. Yep. Uh, I saw in the server that you're like formatting uh, the file right now. Oh, no, not for Zine. That's for the Optimus one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't read. Um, I'm in both uh, servers, so I get confused with them. But... <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah, on the are... second volume for the Represent Zine right now, and yeah, this time and the, the charity, charity is... is going to be um, yeah. oh, for PCRF, the Palestine Children's Relief Fund. Yeah, that one. I'm very excited uh, about it because uh, it's for a good cause. Yes. And people like get to do something that they really love, and we do something that really matters, and it it's really cool. Yes. Very yeah, fun. and Kazu is the one uh, that is organizing this whole thing it was like yep. their idea their original idea and it's really cool uh, yep. <laughs> and hopefully we get many more volumes after this hopefully that would be very fun yeah that'd be very very fun i would um, love to just get the excuse to continue drawing human formers <laughs> so. <laughs> you don't need the excuse to do it you can just do it <laughs> oh i do but it already but like still <laughs> yep. yeah uh i think that's it thank you for listening yeah. bye thank you for listening Bye bye